At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, it's Cavino and Rich. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of the best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Continental Extreme Contact DWS 06 Plus. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, and suspension, just to name a few. Everything you need to elevate your drive. Go to TireRack.com sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. What's up? This your boy Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. 56% of job seekers say their biggest challenge is finding a job that matches their qualifications, according to an Express Employment Professionals Harris Poll survey. The job search can be a lonely process, but Express Employment Professionals can be your one connection to finding a job that fits. Each year, hundreds of thousands of people find work through their local Express office. Find the location near you at ExpressPros.com. With no fees for job seekers, visit ExpressPros.com. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Yeah, we're just moving from one show to the next, right? Uh, so we are in for the Doug Gottlieb show. Now we're in for Cavino and Rich. We're going to be in for the next five days. Uh, yes, that's pretty correct. Much it. So here we are, Steve Harbin, Rich Orenberger. Uh, we're broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios, TireRack.com. We're going to help get you there. Unmatched selection, pass free shipping, free road hazard protection, over 10,000 recommended installers, TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. All right, we got a lot of college football going on, and, of course, tomorrow another, or Sunday, excuse me, a big slate of uh, NFL football. So it's a big football weekend. If you missed the World Cup match today between the United States and England, you missed nothing. By the way, I, I read that headline earlier about the United States dominant. Do you know how many actual shots on goal they had today in 90 minutes? I would guess something like seven. They had one. Wow. They had exactly one shot on goal. Like they were running off the stats, how many corner kicks they had. When you have no score, you got to come up with numbers, right? (laughs) And they had the stat, shots on goal. England had three shots on goal. United States had one I don't know how you could, again, term that dominant, but I will say this. For these people that have to fill, you know, endless time trying to break down a, a match that had no scoring, uh, I my hat's off to them. That is that is a challenge. But um, So we're going to put the World Cup aside. Um, to me, a far more interesting subject matter is where we're going with college football. So we have this weekend, 
And we have next weekend, and that's it. We're going to determine which four schools are going to be in the college football playoff. You mentioned that uh, Alabama somehow could find their way in. By the way, if that somehow, if somehow they leapfrog Clemson and TCU and USC and you know all these other schools to get there, it would only verify what we already know, <laughs> which is that it's a made-for-TV playoff. Yeah. It's not an actual playoff. Look, we've had Ohio State and Alabama both in the college football playoff without actually making their conference championship game, which obviously will be the case this year for Alabama since it's already said it'll be Georgia and LSU. So, look, the the whole playoff from the get-go, and and again, I don't blame ESPN. They're the ones paying for this, so they want to make sure they get the schools that they want into the playoff, and they've done that effectively for eight years, and they'll continue to do so. Now, that's going to change once we expand this playoff to 12 schools, but also keep this in mind. So this is basically going to coincide with USC and UCLA moving to the Big Ten and Texas and Oklahoma moving into the SEC. Yeah. So you're like, all right, well, this is good. All right, so we have five power conferences, and let's say you guarantee a slot to whoever wins that conference championship game. All right, that's five spots. And let's say you say, hey, we'll throw a bone to the group of five and whoever the highest ranked team out of the group of five, they're going to get a slot. So there's six. Who gets the other six spots? I'm going to guess this. Those six spots are going to be taken up by teams out of the Big Ten and SEC. Yeah. They'll gobble up the rest of the slots. Well, for the most part. Let's put it this way. I think... I think that obviously those teams are going to get the advantage of the strength of their conference schedule and how that's viewed nationally, uh, helping their playoff hopes. But I will, I will say that when you're having an argument over whether or not a team is the fifth best or the fourth best team in the country versus whether a team is the 12th best or the 13th best team in the country, it's a lot easier to digest that your team just missed it because they were somewhere in the teens as opposed to somewhere nearing or in the top five. So playoff expansion, when it comes, I think – I think is going to resolve a lot of the arguments that you hear on a year-in, year-out basis come the end of the college football season. All right, so here's what I would do once we get to the 12-school playoff. A couple of suggestions uh, to the powers that be. Already we've seen in the Pac-12 and the Big 12 the elimination of divisions. They don't have any divisions anymore. So ultimately, their conference championship games are the top two teams in terms of record. I don't know if the SEC, the Big Ten, ACC will follow suit. But here's here's where things get tricky. So with the expansion of the playoff, you're going to play, if you're going to make it to the championship game, at least three games and potentially four in the playoffs. Why then are we even having a conference championship game? See, so my my attitude would be this. If you're going to expand the playoffs, which they are, I don't know maybe whether it's two years or whenever they're going to put this into place, I would eliminate divisions and I would eliminate conference championship games. I mean, at some point, Rich, when you're talking about the potential of a 17-game season, in college football, even with name, image, and likeness, not everybody's raking in the huge money. 
I don't know how much you can ask of these players. Now, ultimately, it's money that talks. I get that part of it. But I don't know the relevance of the conference championship games when you have the expansion of the playoff. Yeah. I don't see any – I mean, I mean, I, I, it doesn't make any sense to me. I, I would eliminate the conference championship games and then, you know, get the best 12 teams. That's what everybody wants. If you're going to have an expanded playoff, just get the best schools in it. Here, here's my thought, and it's been my thought for a long time. <clears throat> College football is already super, super exciting. And I know that teams don't want to lose home games in terms of revenue. So don't don't have them lose home games. Like there's a way where you can still you can you can expand the postseason to include even more than just twelve. You know, maybe you do 32 teams. Wow. And, and I know, I listen, whoa, we've whoa, got. Whoa. That's like six rounds of games. How many yeah. games? Can, what is the max? Now you yeah. say, well, they're young guys. What is the max number of games well, you would want a college player to play? Well, but hang on a second. Like, okay, if you open it up to 32 teams, that means that 32 teams would play a normal schedule, right? So if you had to reduce it, say you reduced it to 10 games on a collegiate football season, if you had to. Well, I still see an avenue where you could play where you could play um, the majority of your home games and, and even maybe more home games into the early rounds of the playoffs uh, at your home stadiums. You know, and, and uh, I mean, why, why stop there? Maybe it's around, maybe it's 64 teams. Look, it works in college basketball. And I understand that, you know, for some of these, these rounds, they're going to be all played at the same place in college basketball. You don't need to do that in college football. You could have the end of the, the regular season flow right into the beginning of the postseason. And then 64 teams will play the opening rounds on their campus if they're the higher seed. Well, I like that better. Look, you you know as well as I do, those opening round games in the NCAA basketball tournament are half-empty arenas. Yeah. Those are half-empty. So make them now, home games in college football. Okay, you, okay, but w- if you were to reduce the regular season from 12 games to 10 or yep. 11, whatever it is, then the schools that are not in the playoff are losing revenue. That's correct. So, if you, and if, so you know, the, the teams that, that are in, yeah, they get a home game and they, they, they more than make up for it. But if you're not one of those select teams, you're losing money. But you're also saving money because think of it this way. So I don't know what the gate is at every single college. It's different for every college in playing FBS football. But I do know that it costs a whole lot of money to take a team on the road. It takes a whole lot of money to take a to, to house a team on the road. It takes a whole lot of money to feed a team on the road. Logistically, you're going to be probably saving close to as much money as you're losing on the home game that you miss out on at the end of that 12-game schedule in college football. So if you limit it to 10 games and you say to the bottom half, basically, of FBS, like, hey, be better. Fight your way into the top 64. This is the best meritocracy college football has ever enjoyed. I think it works because then you have any team could win a national championship. I mean, ultimately, that's what we want, right? Parity in sports. That's the reason why we have these great stories out of college basketball. Like, uh, like uh, uh, what was it? Uh, with Sister Jean out there, the Chicago Loyola area Loyola, Chicago, yes. Loyola, Chicago, thank you. St. Joe's, where all of a sudden a kid named Doug is getting Buffalo Wings commercials and stuff like that through NIL. Like, 
it, it, it can work in college football too. You, you just have to sort of break this paradigm in your mind that conferences and divisions and all the things you were just talking about that don't actually matter really don't matter and what it should come down to. Or maybe they'll matter even more because like maybe we'll have exemptions made for conference uh, champions in the, the new 64-team college football bracket. I don't know. I'm in favor of expanding this thing way more than just 12 because if it works for college basketball it can work for college football by the way uh there is a potential problem and that is the ucla situation of the big 10 the uc board of regents is meeting next month to determine their fate ucla had a net loss of 62.5 million dollars in 2021 in their athletic department wow for one year 62.5 million they're over a hundred million dollars in debt which is why they wanted to piggyback with USC to get that big payday in the Big Ten. If the regions block that, and by the way, the regions have said, if you were going to go to the Big Ten, you're going to have to compensate Berkeley because they're another UC. This doesn't affect USC because they're a private university, but these state-run universities are a completely different beast. So we're going to see how that all plays out. That's going to be a big vote coming up in December. All right, well, let's get back to the NFL on the other side as we get ready for the weekend. Three terrific games, honestly, uh, in the NFL on Thanksgiving yesterday. What is the game, the matchup we're most looking forward to on Sunday? We're going to break it down coming up next. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Did you ever play the over-under game with your friends? You know, think I could eat that slice of pizza in under 30 seconds? Or I know it'll take you a minute to down that two-liter. If you have, then you're going to love Pick 6, the new fantasy game from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. Here's how to play during the NBA playoffs. It's super simple. First, download the DraftKings Pick 6 app, then Pick between two and six players and choose if they'll have more or less of a stat, like rebounds, points, assists, and more. Play Pick 6 from DraftKings, the new fantasy app that packs more fun into less time. Download the new DraftKings Pick 6 app now and use code CRSHOW, CRSHOW. New customers could play 5 bucks, get 50 in Pick 6 credits. That's code CRSHOW, C-R-S-H-O-W, only on DraftKings Pick 6. The crown is yours. One offer per new customer. Minimum $5 first pick set to receive $50 in Pick 6 credits, which are non-withdrawable and valid for Pick 6 use only, expire after six months. Restrictions apply. Limited time offer. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18 plus in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick 6 not available in all states, including but not limited to Connecticut and New York. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick 6 states. Void where prohibited. See terms at pick com slash promos. Covino and Rich here, and whether you're headed to a campus to see some college baseball, meet up with old friends, or show off the alma mater to your kids, spring is prime time in college towns. And if you're planning a trip, two words for you, graduate hotels. There's no better place to stay. 
you know we're fans. We were at the Nashville location, and it was sweet. Definitely recommend it. So listen, when it's time to book, get up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's C-R-S-H-O-W. Good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Go book your stay at graduatehotels.com. And hey, if you're already looking ahead to college football season, you could book rooms at Graduate Hotel this fall as well. But we'll warn you, reservations for those big weekends fill up fast, so go there sooner than later. Head to graduatehotels.com. And again, up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Go book your stay at graduatehotels.com. Does the craziness of everyday life leave you stressed? Do you notice you're losing a little bit of hair? You're shedding a little bit? Well, if you're noticing a little less hair on your head and you're checking your hairline all the time, you got to check out Nutrafol. When it comes to thinning hair, there are many root causes at play, and Nutrafol addresses them through a multi-targeted whole-body approach. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist-recommended hair growth supplement with over 1 million people seeing thicker, stronger, faster-growing hair with less shedding. Take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering our listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter the promo code CRSHOW. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and stylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com, promo code CRSHOW. That's Nutrafol.com, promo code CRSHOW. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Steve Harbin and Rich Armberger in for Cabino and Rich. Well, actually, Rich is still here. Well, that's a different Rich. <laughs> yeah, Rich Warnberger. Uh, yeah, so there it is. <laughs> uh, by the way, uh, once again, we are live from the TireRack.com studios. Hey, welcome to the Fox Sports Radio tailgate presented by the Big Green Egg. Beats the flavor of live fire cooking. Yeah, nothing beats that on a Big Green Egg. Most versatile grill you'll ever own. Backed by a lifetime warranty. Roll with the best. Shop online for free delivery at BigGreenEgg.com. Lifetime warranty. Free home delivery. That's BigGreenEgg.com. Uh, to, uh Wednesday, Wednesday, I'm all over the place. Uh, Sunday on the NFL, you're looking at games. Before we get to the best matchups, according to the odds makers, the biggest blowout on the board by far involves the defending Super Bowl champions. The Rams at 3-7 and seven on the road against the Chiefs are whopping 15.5-point favorites. I can't imagine there's ever been a reigning Super Bowl champion team that's been a 15 and a half point dog in a game the following year, but that's where the Rams are. So I was talking to Bo here, our producer, and John Ramos, both doing a great job today. And we're talking about where we sit with this Rams team, Rich. So you have Sean McVay, who's had all this success. Yep. And I've been listening to him week after week after every one of these losses, essentially just repeat himself saying that we got to play better. We just got to play better. We got to play better. Got to play better. The Rams have been decimated on their offensive line. They have no running game. The quarterback's not healthy. 
uh, and uh, he's not getting a whole lot of help. And you have to ask your the question, is this an aberration? Can this be fixed in a year? Or should the Rams decide, that's it. We won our Super Bowl. Now let's unload. Bye-bye, Jalen Ramsey. I don't know. Aaron Donald. Start shopping your players around to try to begin the rebuilding process. And if that were the case, is Sean McVay still around? He was even hinting at the end of last year when people talked about, wow, you've won all these games. You're in your mid-30s. You're on pace to be the winningest coach in the history of the NFL. He's like, don't look at me as a lifer. He's got a lot of options ahead of him, obviously. So if you're the Rams right now and you're just on the outside looking in, is what has happened this year fixable immediately and you just get back on track and just write it off as one of those years where everything went wrong? Or do you say to yourself, look, let's be realistic here. We got a lot of holes to fill and we might as well start the rebuilding process now get some picks, rebuild through the draft, start all over again, like they were when they first moved to L.A. the year before Sean McVay showed up. Which route do you think this Rams team should take? I think they should absolutely try to rebuild and reload and go for it again in 2023, because why not? I mean, look, assuming a couple of things, I don't know if Aaron Donald is serious about his retirement threats or if he just wanted a big contract, which he got, um, but he's owed $30 million this year. He's under contract through 2024 with a potential out prior to the 2024 season. Um, But the reality here is he's still a game wrecker. Jalen Ramsey, even though maybe he's fallen out of the top five in cornerbacks rated in this league, he's still top 10 corner. I mean, if you think about it, there's 64 cornerbacks in this league. So being a top 10 corner in this league is still pretty damn good. That defense, I think overall still has what it takes. They're just on the field too much because this Rams offense, who's so reliant on a run game, is really struggling. But I see, look, I see this Rams team with a healthy quarterback and a healthy run game getting right back to where they were. All they really need to do is secure a running back who can stay healthy and be productive for them. They need to make sure that Matthew Stafford is healthy enough to be their starting quarterback because let's face it, they won a Super Bowl with Matthew Stafford, but they got to a Super Bowl with Jared Goff. So while Matthew Stafford may have been part of the reason why they got over the Super Bowl hump, He wasn't the whole story about the success for the Rams. The success for the Rams is about Cooper Cup. It's about Jalen Ramsey. It's about about Aaron Donald. It's about special and tangible uh, coaching ability from Sean McVay. And its most important aspect has really been demolished this year, which is their offensive line via injury and retirements. Whitworth becoming a, a Thursday night personality as opposed to a left tackle in the league certainly hurt them. So they need to do what the Cincinnati Bengals did this offseason, and they need to sign a bunch of free agent offensive linemen uh, or they need to trade for them if they can, and they need to bring they need to bolster that group up front, and they need to be bring in or draft in a productive running back. And I think they're going to get right back to where they were prior to this down season. I don't buy it. I'm sorry. I mean, I, you're you're making a good explanation here, Rich. But I, I, let's start with Aaron Donald. I mean, Aaron Donald 
I mean, his, his place is secure. First ballot Hall of Famer, one of the greatest defensive linemen in the history of the National Football League. But he's not getting to the quarterback. I mean, the last five years, 11 sacks, 20 and a half, 12 and a half, 13 and a half, 12 and a half. This year, it's five. He's become ordinary. Um, Jalen Ramsey is certainly not the corner that he was when he was arguably the best lockdown corner in the league. Matthew Stafford's not getting any younger. He's got a lot of physical problems that's been manifested, obviously, by not getting a whole lot of protection. Cooper Cup, obviously, is out. And, you know, when you talk about picking up all these offensive linemen or a running back or all this, that to me is a lot. And you're not going to get that with middle-round picks. I mean, you might get lucky with one or two, uh, like with Cooper Cup. But to me, they had Everything in the world worked for them a year ago. I mean, it was when you look back, when people will look back on the 2021 Rams as Super Bowl champions, you're like, wow, that played out beautifully. Fourth seed in the NFC. They get the upset win against Tampa on the road. They expect to go to Green Bay for the NFC championship game, but the Packers get upset by the 49ers. So they get to host the 49ers. Instead of playing the Chiefs, the Chiefs have an inexplicable second half meltdown against the Bengals so that you get to play the Bengals at home in the Super Bowl. I don't know if they signed a pack with the devil. I'm not sure what happened for them to win a Super Bowl a year ago, but they're paying the price now. And I think if they are delusioned into think that pick up a couple of pieces, we're right back at it. I think it's delusionville. I really do. I think this team needs to just well, hang on, gut hang themselves on. and start hang over on, again. I don't see any path for this team to rebound and be a playoff contender a year from now you, with their personnel. You stated a lot of opinion, but you also stated a lot of just completely inaccurate facts. Aaron Donald I mean, he isn't he isn't regressing at all just because he only has five sacks this season. By the way, so far, he could still finish with double digit sacks this season. His tackles are down. I mean, there's a lot of stats that are down for him this year. He is rated as one of the highest rated defensive linemen in the league right now. I'm not talking about just defensive tackles. I'm talking about linemen, including edge defenders. So that's just that's just false, Steve. And then not getting to the quarterback. No, that's not. That's also not true because his pressure rating's high, even though his sack rate has dropped some. It, it's just not true. It's just not true. Well, I mean, you Jalen believe Ramsey, that they're by the way, fixable. A couple of Jalen Ramsey, by yeah. the way, is also still one of the highest rated corners in this league. It's it, look. In fact, if you look at receptions against, he's one of the top ten corners playing football in 2022. It, it's just not true what you said. Now, if it's your opinion that based on the fact that they lose Cooper Cup and that, you know, Matthew Stafford's hurt and that their offensive line is hurt and and really doesn't resemble the unit that they put together. And maybe some luck was involved for them to make the run in 2021 in the first place to win the Super Bowl last year. Okay, fine, if that's your opinion. It's not my opinion. And factually, I disagree with the heart and soul of this argument that they don't have enough to build around for next season. They, in fact, do, and I think they should. Because if they start selling off pieces right now, it it really, to me, they're missing an opportunity to continue on this path of success with players who, even though they're aging, I mean, Aaron Donald is in a spring chicken. Jalen Ramsey is playing, has a lot more yesterdays than tomorrow's left in him in terms of his career. They're still playing top of the line defensive football. And then if you look at the offense, if Cooper Cup is there, it's a completely different looking offense. He's just hurt. 
Now, will he be as effective next season when he comes back to injury? I don't know. My guess is yeah, but I don't know. But I do know this. If they had a productive running back, like someone who they truly can depend on, and it's not like waiting for Akers to turn it on or or trying to cobble together a running back by committee, and they fix their offensive line like the Cincinnati Bengals did this offseason, I think the Rams will be just as good or better than they were in 2021 come 2023. Well, we'll see. I mean, we definitely have a difference of opinion. I think this team has got – Major problems right now. Major problems. And and again, part of it also is a certain commitment. I, I was listening to the Rams broadcast after their latest loss. And Maurice Jones-Drew uh, does the uh, commentary for the Rams ever since they moved to Los Angeles. And he said something post-game that really stood out. And this is coming from a guy that obviously played in the NFL at the highest level. He just says, this team has been uninspired all season. Yeah, Like, we haven't seen a single game. They're, they won three games this year, and he goes, in not one of these games, even their wins this year, where they hung on to beat Atlanta, you know, they, they won at Arizona, and then they, you know, played, you know, a Panthers team that was completely disheveled. He goes, I have yet to see an inspired game from this team the entire season. Now, I'm, I'm wondering, look, when you're the Super Bowl champions, you're up against it. We'll get on to this on the other side because we got a lot to go. But, I mean, it seems like you know you're going to get your the best ammunition from any other team. So why has this team been so inspired? And, again, for a guy that's been sitting through every second of every game, why is he saying that and why is that? We'll talk about that and some other NFL news. But first, let's find out what's trending as Monty, who is always inspired always has her a game is ready to tell us everything is happening today oh thanks because sometimes i'm just tired and i <laughs> nah. don't have my a game but today i'm pretty good you know i had to i had to feed some cats at 7 30 a.m this morning i had to clean oh. some cat poop oh. this cat yelled at me no it's fine it's fine because mom's not here so the cat's mad i try to give her some temptation treats and she took them but then she started yelling at me again so mm. that's how my morning started after thanksgiving <laughs> can you imagine like <laughs> there's nothing better than cleaning the litter box no, after and then being yelled at yeah. as i'm doing it the way you described it, though, is hysterical because, like, I'm, you know, you picture like a gentle little kitten no. walking around purring and then like meowing at you. But the way you make it sound like, hey, yes, I got a dirty litter box over here. Yeah, you know, like <laughs> I actually think she was yelling at me, like, "Where's my mom? I don't yeah. like you. Where is she?" And I'm cleaning, and she's just yelling at me. And I was like, "I'm sorry, Mimi. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm a Purina cat. <laughs> what is this meow mix doing in front of me?" Oh, so yeah, yeah, guys, I've got, a, I've had a good morning. I'm I'm pretty sure I still smell like cat litter, but it's all good. It is all good. Steve, UCLA, your school, your alumni. Yes, yes. They, they had a chance to score a touchdown, but California held them back. They were able to just get a field goal in, so they're back on top. 10-7 to 7 is the score with about nine minutes to go in the first half. And NC State is still up on number 17, North Carolina. They just started the third quarter, but they are still up 17-10. to 10. Those are the two games going on right now in college. 
college football, a little NFL news. Jaguars head coach Doug Peterson says that running back Daryl Henderson, who was claimed by Jacksonville on Friday, on Wednesday, won't play in Week 12 against the Ravens. Bengals running back Joe Mixon, who is in concussion protocol, has officially been ruled out for their matchup against Tennessee. As for wide receiver Jamar Chase, who is recovering from a hip injury, he is questionable. The Chiefs have ruled out wide receiver Kadarius Toney for Week 12. 49ers wide receiver Debo Samuel is questionable against the Saints with a hamstring injury. But after more than a month on the sideline, Jets wide receiver Corey Davis will be active for their matchup against the Bears. And Commanders pass rusher Chase Young will be listed as questionable for Week 12. We'll see if he finally makes his debut. Back to you guys. Hi, Monty. Thank you very oh, yeah. much. Uh, once again, we are live from the TireRack.com studios. Yeah, I'm watching this UCLA-Cal game. Boy, I mean... It, it's it's so frustrating when you can go you know goal line to goal line put up big yards and you come up short. Oh, um, it's the worst. You know you come up with no points. That's been UCLA story. They've dominated this game, uh, but they are not showing it on the scoreboard. Um, we're talking about the defending Super Bowl champion Rams, who on Sunday are fifteen and a half point dogs on the road against the Kansas City Chiefs. I want to get back to this lack of inspiration. Remember. And in their in their post Super Bowl celebration, you had Aaron Donald talking retirement. There were rumors Sean McVay was going to retire. Matthew Stafford, who by the way must have signed how many how many commercial deals? I mean, every time I look up, Matthew Stafford is uh, making a new commercial. I like him; he's a great guy. Um, but this team, for a reigning Super Bowl champion has really been sleepwalking through this season. I mean, they are going through the motions, and you have to wonder why. Why, why as reigning Super Bowl champions, I, like, I mean, you, you sort of have your chest up. Bring it on. We're the, we're the t- and they, from that opening blowout loss at home to Buffalo, it's just been downhill since that. So when a team is not playing even with all the injuries and everything else, and there's a lot of factors, but when they're just not playing inspired football, where where does that come from? You know, I, I'm so glad that you brought up that Maurice Jones drew commentary on the season because I didn't hear it. I didn't. I didn't hear MGD, uh, MJD uh, say that on the on the broadcast. But I believe yeah, and and I agree with it. I think that this is a team that probably has miss some of the inspiration and some of the dogged pursuit of making good on the promise that they were as talented as advertised. You know, I mean, the all-in approach that Les Snead, general manager, had made betting on all these trades panning out. You know, instead of going to the draft and filling your roster with drafted rookies and hoping to develop them and, you know, turn them into capable pros, he used those first-round picks to surround the team with veteran talent and then pay that talent, you know, because a lot of these guys have earned second contracts now with the Rams. And it appeared to be something that this team really wanted to prove was a winning formula this season. It feels like the emotional high that they were riding deep into February had an effect on how they approached this season. And I don't think there's any coach who, while going through it, would admit it. 
but many coaches on the other side of the season following a Super Bowl berth or a Super Bowl win admit that the Super Bowl hangover is in fact real. That you can't avoid it, that there is some sluggishness, you know, this feeling of like, well, we did it. We did it, right? So we're done. You have to somehow shake that off and get back to work. There have been very few teams who have been able to do it. Uh, the the Montana year 49ers clearly had the knack. Uh, the Patriots over the, the tenure of Tom Brady and Bill Belichick together, they certainly had that knack. But we can only name a couple examples of dynasties, like true dynasties in the NFL. You know, maybe a few if you include the Dallas Cowboys of the 90s. And then that's about it because it's really difficult to replicate success in a short term when you're playing that deep into a season and you have to you have to then generate a reason to show the world how good you are again. Well, the team that normally has the hangover is the Super Bowl loser. I mean, Super Bowl losers really uh, on the record have had tough seasons coming back, whether it was the Panthers or the Falcons. I mean, in recent memory and the Bengals look like they might be the latest team. They started with a couple of losses. They're back on track, and they've got a game on the road this week against the Titans. And look at this Titans team. They're sitting at 7-3. and three. They're at home, and they're underdogs to the Bengals. Bengals are two-and-a-half-point favorites. This Titans team defies all logic. Uh, a year ago, they were the number one seed. They lost, by the way, to this Bengals team uh, when, you know, Ryan Tannehill threw a late interception when they could have been in a position to win that game. They end up losing that game. But they're right at back at it. I mean, this Titans team, there's nothing about them, uh, save Derrick Henry, obviously, that seems to stand out. But they have a coach in Mike Vrabel that – seems to understand how to push his team's buttons at the right time to finally walk off the field and understand the whole dynamic of this lead is very simple. You either win or you lose. We don't know how, how you get there. Nobody cares. Just find a way. And that has been the Mike Vrabel secret with these Tennessee Titans. What do you think of this matchup on Sunday with the Bengals on the road favored against this Titans team? Well, here's what I'll say about the Titans. I think being a like a top-half defensive team and being a, a top-ten rushing team has been sort of the drumbeat of this franchise's success since Mike Rabel's taken over. Obviously, Derrick Henry has a lot to do with their success, and he seems to be coming on at the right time this season. Um, but... Yeah, look, there are always sort of these anomalous teams in the NFL that go back to old school fundamentals. Like, how are we going to be a team that scares everybody come the end of the season? And they go, well, let's just let's just get back to the drawing board. Let's be that tough running, tough defense team that's really going to shine in bad weather. And we're going to grind out a winning season and nobody's going to want to face us because we're just so different than a lot of teams you'll face. Well, that's the Tennessee Titans. Now, in terms of how do they fare against the Cincinnati Bengals, well, that's a team getting hot at the right time. Joe Burrow is truly among the elite passers in this league. Um, A little bit of a slow start, a little bit of a slump to start the season, no question that their Super Bowl berth had something to do with that. In my estimation, and also all the new pieces on, up front on the offensive line, it takes a little time for that position group to gel. I, I know from experience, when you add a bunch of free agents to the mix, it can take some time. Um, 
but uh, they're getting hot at the right time. So if the Cincinnati Bengals offensively can take advantage of this ten- this Tennessee defense, and they've been able to do this in the past against defenses that were providing uh, a great pass support and shutting down your passing game, well, then Joe Mixon can go off. You know, they kind of have an answer to that question. And then vice versa, when you try to shut down the run against the Bengals, well, all of a sudden their passing game goes off. If they, if they have a big offensive day, there's no chance that the Tennessee Titans – can keep up with their scoring. So watch the first quarter. I think it'll tell you a lot. If the Bengals get out to a 7-point, 10-point lead, this game's probably over because I don't think the Tennessee Titans can chase them. I don't think their offense is built for that. But if this is a even game through the first quarter, through the first 15 minutes, I think the Titans have a chance to win. All right, on the other side, another team very much in the playoff conversation that made a dramatic move to make the team better. Talk about which team that is coming up next. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. He's Mike Carmen. I'm Dan Fired. We have a brand new fantasy football podcast called I Want Your Flex. Twice a week, every Tuesday and Friday, we come up with new episodes to not only look back at what happened, what you need to do at that minute, and also look ahead of what's coming up in the fantasy football world. That's right, Dan. Every week, we're going to scour the waiver wire to find the pickups to turbo boost your fantasy lineup, sits, starts, fantasy football players' rankings to get you ready to dominate the competition. Listen to I Want Your Flex with Mike Harmon and me, Dan Beyer, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you get your podcasts at bed 365 we don't do ordinary we believe that every sport should be epic every home run every hit every inning every play from the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field whatever the sport whatever the moment it's never ordinary at bed 365 21 plus only must be present in ohio if you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Covino and Rich here, and whether you're headed to a campus to see some college baseball, meet up with old friends, or show off the alma mater to your kids, spring is prime time in college towns. And if you're planning a trip, two words for you, graduate hotels. There's no better place to stay. You know we're fans. We were at the Nashville location, and it was sweet. Definitely recommend it. So listen, when it's time to book, get up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's C-R-S-H-O-W. Good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Go book your stay at graduatehotels.com. And hey, if you're already looking ahead to college football season, you could book rooms at Graduate Hotel this fall as well. But we'll warn you, reservations for those big weekends fill up fast, so go there sooner than later. Head to graduatehotels.com. And again, up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Go book your stay at graduatehotels.com. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Steve Harbin, Rich Hornberger, in for Cavino and Rich here on this Friday. I know a lot of people do a lot of shopping today and... So I said at the beginning of the show, Rich, I don't know what the damage is going to be until I get out of here and uh, find out exactly. I left the credit card behind. Anyway, um, the New York Jets, they've been an unbelievable story. Robert Sala has taken over and, and really built a great defense. And this team defensively asked Josh Allen when he got sacked five times by that Jets defense. But this last game against New England, which, of course, ended uh, you know with that punt return for a touchdown, they didn't blame the special teams. All eyes were on their quarterback, Zach Wilson. And not only has he been benched, he's not even going to be activated for the game this week. Okay, so you're taking your starting quarterback in a season where you're very much still in the playoff picture, and you're not just benching him. He's not even active. Mike White's going to start a quarterback uh, backed up by a five, 55-year-old uh, Joe Flacco. So – and the thing about the Zach Wilson situation that goes next level is the open criticism from his teammates, whether it's Garrett Wilson saying this bleep is not okay, um, a couple of uh, defensive players liking tweets that were critical of Wilson. Uh, you got to see Zach Wilson's career at BYU. There were a lot of questions about him. He had a glorious last season at BYU in a weird year where half of BYU's opponents were bailed out of games because of the weird scheduling uh, with the COVID year, and they were an independent. So they were just desperate to play anybody that year, and they got a lot of weak play teams, and he had some huge numbers. But what effect do you think this has on this team at this point of the season where they're very much record-wise in the playoff chase. Look, I mean, it it's it's a good thing they have Joe Flacco and I'm I'm pretty sure that's the first time I've said that about Joe Flacco uh since working in radio. You know, because I started my broadcasting career long after he was a relevant starter in the NFL. I shouldn't say long after, but after he was a relevant starter in the NFL and and has, you know, and I think, by the way, adapted well to settling into this backup role where he's helping grooming and he's helping providing some insight for players who he's he's um, he's going to be sharing the quarterback room with. Um, but also, that role can at any moment transition into one where you need to be the guy all of a sudden. If there's anybody capable of handling that sort of pressure, it's a guy who's won a Super Bowl, who's played really well in the postseason. If you go back and look at his postseason stats, like Joe Flacco can handle this. There's no doubt in my mind. And he knows what's acceptable and what's not. I mean, think back to his time as the Baltimore Ravens starter before Lamar ja Jackson was drafted. Like his job was to just not make the mistakes to hurt the team. Don't get in the way of success. You know, if you can lend 
yourself to being uh, to helping us in spots. Great, but don't throw the bad ball interception where you're trying to play hero ball. We don't need you to do that because we have a great enough defense. Well, it was the same thing was true for the 2000 Ravens. Uh, or or the uh, 2012 Ravens as it is for this 2022 New York Jets team. Like, they have a great enough defense that they might even be able to get to the postseason and then win a game or two. Don't get in the way of that. I think Joe Flacco is perfectly perfectly capable of doing that. Well, I bet Mike White's going to be the starting quarterback. Now, we saw him a little bit last year. Remember, But he, do we think that's really going to stick? Well, I don't know. It, it, I mean, why didn't they start? Flacco started games earlier this year, and now you're going with Mike White, who started three games last year when Zach Wilson was out. He didn't play particularly well. This guy, by the way, remember, he was drafted originally by the Cowboys back yep. in 2018. He never even saw action in an NFL game until a year ago. It just seems weird that you have this team of very, I mean, if it was, if you were sitting at three and seven, okay, who cares? All right. It didn't work out. Let's move on. You're six and four. You're right in the middle of the mix right now. All right. So when you watch Zach Wilson, why do you think so many of his teammates are freely criticizing him publicly. Well, it's because not only did he not take responsibility post-game, but then in the follow-up press conference, I don't know if you watched it, but he again was resistant to taking much accountability there. Look, at a certain point, you you have to take a, a good long look in the mirror and, and say to yourself, even if I don't believe it's true, like even if I don't think I'm the biggest problem on this offense, who am I? I'm the quarterback of this team. It's like being the president of the United States. Now, again, the stakes are much higher in one job versus the other. But not everything is the president's fault. Can and it he, doesn't can matter. He, can he get this team back? I mean, you're bringing no. up a great point. In other words, he loses the team by not taking the blame for a horrific performance that led to a loss. And, and then his teammates fire back on him. Can he get him back? Not probably not this season, but I'll say this: if he handles being benched with some class here, if he tries to help Mike White or Joe Flacco, who I honestly think is going to get some starts here before the end of the season, I can promise you that. Or Joe Flacco, and he does what he can to provide a great service to this team on the scout team, which is where he'll probably be relegated to. And they see a guy who's trying to push the defense to get better and get prepared for their upcoming games. Well, that's where he can win them back, but not in the short term. It's going to take a little time. He did some damage here. Yeah, a lot of damage. We'll see if the Jets can get back on track taking on the Bears. All right, on the other side, we're going to talk about someone here, part of the Fox Sports Radio family that's miserable right now. Yes, the day after Thanksgiving. Coming up next. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Any college baseball fans out there? If you're traveling to see your team and need a place to stay, two words for you. Graduate Hotels. We stayed at the Nashville location for the SEC tournament. It was awesome. Beautiful rooms, cool vibe, and perfect location. 
They have over 30 hotels in the best college towns. And get this, they'll give you up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's C-R-S-H-O-W. Good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Book today at graduatehotels.com. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.